Hi, I'm Dan Primack, and welcome to a special four-part weekend edition of Axios Recap, focused on the unique challenges of back-to-school in 2020. This is all tied to an Axios Deep Dive presented by Pearson, and this particular episode digs into the strains on special education. That conversation with Axios's Erica Pandey in 15 seconds. We're joined now by Axios reporter Erica Pandey. So Erica, let's start here. What are public schools K through 12 legally required to do when it comes to serving students with special needs? So public schools, then are federally mandated to create these things called IEPs, which are individualized education plans for students who have any sort of special needs. So that's behavioral or a learning disability, anything like that, that encompasses about 7 million American students and students have to create sort of an individualized course of study for these students. Obviously, everybody in the spring, kind of all classrooms moving online, it didn't work all that well. I did hear from parents of special needs kids anecdotally that it seemed to work particularly poorly for them. Is that kind of a consensus that moving special ed online is even more challenging than moving, for lack of a better term, regular ed online? Every school around the country had about one day to do this, and they barely were able to get normal classroom traditional instruction online. Any kind of individualized plan switching that to the web was virtually impossible. So schools just kind of didn't, and they didn't really know what they were doing. And there's lots of aspects to special education that require in-person instruction or behavioral support or being able to touch the student and be in the same room as the student. And obviously, all of that was rendered completely impossible. What is happening now? So we're now in August, coming into September, kids are going back to school, or in some cases, not going back to school. For that kind of that tactile thing, particularly for certain behavioral issues, etc., is there a digital replacement? Or if kids are still going to be either all remote or remote several days a week, are they just out of luck? So special educators are telling us that there really isn't a digital replacement. What's happening is that that tactile piece is falling on the parents who are, you know, likely working themselves and have no idea how to do this because they haven't been trained in it. So, you know, while all students are suffering from learning loss as we move online, special needs kids are suffering from both learning loss and missing certain developmental milestones. You know, people who need help walking or drawing with crayons, all of these things, they're not able to complete them if they don't have that behavioral aid or someone able to do that tactile instruction in person. Does that make it even more challenging for schools that are going back in person or say even doing hybrid where kids are in a couple days a week? If social distancing guidelines are being put into place in these classrooms, not just between students, but between students and teachers, if a student does need that literal hands-on help, what are schools doing in that case? Because that would involve a teacher and student breaking those social distancing guidelines. Right. One thing about this hybrid model, I'll just say, is that experts are telling us that for students with special needs, a plan is especially important. So this idea of we don't really know what's going to happen, we don't know what in-person will look like, it might be a hybrid, it might be online, the uncertainty is making everything a lot worse. And like you said, that in-person instruction is you know, not much better than online if teachers have to stay a certain distance apart and limit who can be in the classroom when. Special ed classrooms often or special ed classes often have more support staff than does a typical classroom. We also know that in particular because of budget cuts, uh, support staff have been some of the folks who have been most often laid off in school districts across the country. When it comes to online learning, is there that support staff? In other words, if there's a, quote, main special ed teacher, there's still several, whether they're teacher aides or other support staff who can then do one on one with those kids. Right. I mean, like you said, special needs educators were already under resourced now 
the layoffs have hit them the hardest. And when you go online, it's typically just one teacher or a group of students. So if you're a parent of a student with special needs, congratulations, you're now the support staff, whether you know how to do it or not. All right. So give me some good news here. My last question is, give me a silver lining. Are there some students who could actually benefit from online learning more than, say, from five days a week in the classroom? are telling us that being in that at-home environment, in that comfortable environment, could actually be beneficial for some students and help them, you know, make more progress. And there are ways to incorporate technology to make special education better. And I think we haven't had to do that. But if educators kind of look to see how can we use tech, how can we use video instruction to make it better and think a little bit more critically about that, you could see that benefiting special education in the long run, too. The experts you talk to, do they expect that it will be at least, if not great, at least better in September than it was in April? Yes, because educators have had all summer to plan. I know they've had all summer to plan. Is there a belief that they have spent all summer planning? Yeah, I mean, there's some schools that have tried to figure out how to put that IEP online and have some kind of solution, but it'll be better. But, you know, better isn't good. Erica Pandey of Axios, thank you so much for joining us. And we're done. Big thanks for listening. And to my producers, Tim Shovers and Naomi Shaven, please be sure to check out today's three other episodes and the full education deep dive at Axios.com.